You are listening to the Hello Sport Podcast. All right, welcome back to the Hello Sport Podcast. Thursday edition. Home of unqualified opinion, unwavering bias, and unprepared hosts. Now, I mean, I don't know about preparation when it comes to the Thursday pod. As Eddie starts texting three seconds into the episode. Yes. I didn't text. I was text. Oh, you were texted. Okay. I was texted. Texted. Look, um, how are you? I'm good. Yeah? I'm good, mate. I'm, um, my knee's a bit banged up. Went for a big run yesterday. Oh, big? Yeah, 10Ks. You did a 10K up? Did 10Ks yesterday. Wow. Yeah. And the knee just sore afterwards. Sore afterwards, Tom. Now, you could say, Edward. Did you stretch properly before this undertaking? And I would have said to you, no. You I still out. have the mind of a 20-year-old, yeah. but the body of a 30-year-old. You can't that, stretch your knees, though. That's just pavement pounding. Well, but look, maybe it's the fucking the muscles around it. I don't know, Tom. Yeah. I'm not a... Physio. Physio, no. Look, that may shock the punter and the dribbler, but yeah. I'm not classically trained as a physio. 10Ks. 10Ks. What splits were you knocking out? 431. Oh, fucking yeah. hell. We're at the big lift yesterday. It was just feeling good. Yeah. You know what I mean? Is that, but is that like, is that your best splits? That, is that the quickest I've done yeah. to date? Yeah. Well, yeah. Like in but the like, let's say when you're running 5Ks, you're doing less than 431 yeah, splits? Yeah, yeah. What are you doing? I did 411s the other day. Jesus, man. What the fuck? That's wild. Are you running every day? Not every day, no. I've fucking plateaued. We're doing like this, um, this fucking like in, in our slippery, slippery barks, obviously yeah. the, uh, the fucking Oztag team of the podcast. We haven't played since fucking whenever, but the, the November one comp start starting up. Right. We're all, we're all pumped. Anyway, someone suggested let's do a 30 day challenge. And so it's like, it's kept, it's been good. It's kept me going. Just what exercise every day? Is that what not is Notch part of that? Notch, oh he's, no, he's doing something. He's different. doing some swimming. He's, his knees are he's fucked his knee or his ankle or something. So he's swimming. 30, yeah, every like he's swimming a K every day or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I bumped, I bumped into him when I was doing my swimming down at Clavelli, and uh, I'm like, damn, dude, there is just a gulf between us physically, just in appearance. He's he's a big boy though. He's humongous. He's dude. massive. Yeah. I know it doesn't mean anything to anyone else listening, but he's huge, broad, fucking huge chest. Barrel chested. Barrel chested yeah. and fucking cut. And he's like six foot yeah, five. Six, he's not six, six five, six is four. he? He'd be six four. Six three, six four. Yeah, yeah, he's tall. He's tall. But he's a presence. Oh, yeah. Not sure. Hairy, like a man. You know yeah. what I mean? Like a man. Yeah, he's a man. I'm sure he'll appreciate that. Oh, he'll love that, mate. Speaking of, the Thick Ropes County 11 also returning Eddie in October. There you can see it's all happening. It's all everything's opening up. It's all it's opening up. Nature finds a way. Nature does find a way. Nature does find a way. Um, obviously, the slippery bucks were robbed of a div two um, winter comp premiership. I mean, we're undefeated. We'll fucking take until it. the grand final. Taking names, taking souls. We didn't. We didn't play the grand final. Oh, it got shut down. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So now it's business time as we head into the summer. And I assume that comp they don't go back and finish it off. They just go. The Fuck comp no, thing. it's abandoned. You're not going to go pick up an old comp from fucking winter. Mate, I mean, if you want the fucking, if you want your ring, maybe you do. You know what I mean? They can't even get New South Wales Cup off the ground, let alone fucking. What do you? What's more valuable? Let's be honest. Well, let's let's be honest. What is more valuable? We are we are due to start again for the Thick Ropes County Eleven in the Last Man Standing Twenty Twenty competition in Sydney, October seventeen, I believe. Do your own research, but bottom division. I think we're div eight. Start at the bottom. 
It's what we always do. Well, actually, we started way too high and we got pumped every single week. So starting at the bottom, where I still think we probably will struggle, feels right. Well, feels right for you. If you come last in Division 8, you are shit. I think we'll get a couple of wins. But we went out for... I mean, we got some new audience since... Uh, probably since the last time we even fucking played. But we went a season and a half without a win when we first started. And the opposition teams kept telling us that they were, like, setting records. They're like, we've never scored this many runs. We were like, thank you so much. Don't tell us that when we're shaking hands after the game, but whatever. Um, well, you can only be honest, can you? Well, yeah, but, I mean, you don't need to say that. That was, like, forthcoming with, with information that really just didn't need to happen. But I'm excited to get back into it. Excited to get back into it. I'll tell you what else. If you're wondering what this is in front of us, I am actually. Yeah, well, I was when I walked in as well. So, Steph, my lovely wife, she is just officially on maternity leave today. We're in some serious countdown mode to babies, dude. Like, fucking... I only heard this from her yesterday. So, like, full-term pregnancy is between 38 and 40 weeks, and then anything over that is, like, whatever the fuck more than full-term is, where it's like, all right, we've got to start looking at inducing labour and shit. So, basically, that's next week. She's at full-term. So it's like, she's at 38 weeks next yeah. week. And she's got friends who are like, so she's 37 weeks today. She's got fucking friends that have their baby on 37 weeks. Like I could have another baby in a week. Fucking. Are anyway. you serious? Yeah. Fuck me there. Yeah. It's mental. mental. Are you prepared? Well, I, I wasn't as prepared as I am now, which D or Dave, the sweetheart. Oh, well done. Bought us a care package. What a lovely boy. And look at this. There's some good shit in here. Obviously, for people that don't have kids, you probably won't care. We've got some dummies. Got some uh, these cooling teethers. So when the babies are teething, you put these things in the freezer, these jelly things, and they come out and they can bite on them. Helps teething. Soft touch uh, bottle. Is, is, is this from your old man's brand? Or yeah, is, yeah. So here's his pigeon? Yeah, pigeon. There you go. So dear yeah. Dave's old man, pigeon. Shout out to pigeon. Shout out to Papa Bloom. What a thoughtful package. He's a thoughtful guy, Dave. Some toothbrushes, liquid cleanser. Now, I didn't know about this, obviously, until I had a kid, but this is like soap for veggies that doesn't, like, fucking... That's not soap, right? Like, you don't want to put soap on... No, that would be sheer madness. That's madness. But you soak vegetables, like fresh produce and shit in this stuff, in the sink. Mm. Steph loves it. She's going to be very happy. But does Papa love it? Well, Papa loves it because now I'm like... Because oh, she loves it. Well, she loves it. If she's happy, I'm happy. Yeah. That's the way it is. Happy wife, happy life. Which is so fucking true, dude. If they're happy, you just don't have a fucking care in the world. If they're pissed off, head for the hills. <laughs> um, do, do, you, do you reckon that is? there's a counter to that? Are they like, happy husband, happy life? No. And if he's pissed off, head for the hills? No, I don't think so. I think or do they lean into it and go, right, I can't. Let's fucking... Let's blow. The, yeah, dude. I think, <laughs> you know down, I, mean? I think they're down to throw if they have to throw. Yeah, yeah, yeah. More than anything, because... They like they love a stink more than anyone. More than anyone. I hate stinks. I hate them. I heard something once where, I don't know how true this is, but apparently men love, um, root, like, routine. And so if we're fighting, it puts us off. Like, we can't fight for more than, like, 24 hours. Otherwise, it's like our it's routines are all at sea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get back to more normality. I just I just want to cruise here. Yeah. Whereas they're like, okay, I could, like... I can you, hold you want, you want to stink for three months? I'll stink. Yeah, we'll stink. Not a problem. No. Nah. Hold your ground. I fucking hate it. But I'm also very quick to either, if I fucked up, I prefer to, unless you, unless you really believe in what you're fucking in trouble for, like unless you believe in yourself, I am like, 
I'll hold out for 10 minutes and I'm like, I'll go apologize and just get this thing. I need to get back to normality. That's, yeah, yeah, back to normality. I fucking hate being in an argument. Then I guess sometimes when it's like, I'm not doing, like, you know, sometimes you'll get in trouble. Like it's not actually on you. Like they're mm. just fucking, you know, they're in the wrong. And sometimes you got to bite down on the fucking mouthpiece and just get ready for battle, you know, <laughs> just go, I'm not budging an inch. Put the mouth guard in. And fucking get to rip and Metaphorical mouth guard, of obviously, course. punters and dribblers. Uh, not talking about a legitimate 12 round. Although Steph would fucking fight. probably pump you. She'd probably pump you. Comfortably. Comfortably. Yeah, she's got that Eastern European yeah, fire yeah, fuck in yeah. her belly. Yeah, 100%. Um, Had the 11 year with Ella yesterday. I, was, I saw that. Congratulations. Yeah, thanks, mate. 11 years. Yep. yep. You're catching me. Well, I never will, unless you stop. Unless, unless she leaves me. Yeah. <laughs> Which has happened before. <laughs> it has happened before. Let's hope that doesn't happen again. Um, be a bit different this time. Mate. Yeah, I think so. It'll be a bit more consequency. <laughs> um, consequency, sure. Yeah. What did you do? You guys usually like to go all out for your for your fucking anniversary. Wasn't much we could do, mate. That's what given I mean. The fucking, given the, the given the times, punters and dribblers, we'll do something later in the year. Well, did you, you must have done something. Yeah, though. we I went, saw a little we went Instagram to place, post. Yeah, we went for a walk around Manly, um, and then got uh, like you can get takeaway meals from a place called Buster. It's like Italian restaurant down there, and you sort of do it yourself at home, which was nice. Cooked Cut it. Cut the Negronis, some rosé. Were you with the fact some tiramisu? Oh yeah, you love your tiramisu. Or do we have a mate who loves tiramisu more than anyone else? My mate Nick Mallet loves yeah, tiramisu right, more than anyone. Right. He's called the tiramisu monster. He loves tiramisu. tiramisu. Like when we went to Europe, he'd pound a couple every night. Just fucking couldn't really? get tiramisu. Yeah. That's an addiction. Yeah, he's got, a, he's got a tiramisu problem. I don't know if he's curbed that or not, but he certainly at one point in time had a real affinity for tiramisu. I mean, it's hard to argue. I love tiramisu. tiramisu Ella's good. like, oh, I don't know if I love tiramisu. I'm like, I love tiramisu. I'd say I'm more with Ella. I don't love it, but I get it. I I like, I, get you it. get that you get that sort of that sponge in there and the yeah. cream and the fucking cocoa and the dude for me if 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 there's and if the there's coffee tier one it's just a cheesecake of any fucking of yeah any. but che- but cheesecakes sit on a vast spectrum I think but they sit head and shoulders above anything else you re- I don't think so I would disagree with that a but good that's cheesecake okay. is above anything else in existence I like cheesecake. But you don't love cheesecake. But I don't like... You love tiramisu. I love tiramisu. Which I like tiramisu. Yeah. Love cheesecake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had a cheesecake the other day that wasn't up to cheesecake standard. But that's... You're going to get that anyway. You're going to get tiramisu that's not up to tiramisu standards. Yeah, yeah. But the right. elite of the elite in both class. Elite tiramisu, elite cheesecake. I think cheesecake... What cheese do they use in cheesecake? That's a good question. I'm going to say it's probably something like, and I'm only going off this because I feel like I'm guessing, but like... Well, you are guessing. Philadelphia cheese or some shit. Philadelphia cheese. Yeah. Is that right? He's right, yeah. It says ingredients, common ingredients, cream, cream cheese, lemon, egg, butter, vanilla, sugar, sour cream, and graham crackers. There you go. Graham crackers. crackers. Have you made one before? Me? Yeah. No. I've, I've made a tiramisu before. You've made a tiramisu? I have, yeah. Dude, you, I think you're the tiramisu monster. Yeah. We had Italian night once when we lived in Bondi and I, had a, I made a tiramisu. A what night? Bon, like Italian. Like. Oh, Italian. I said Atari. I'm like, the video game fucking company? No, no, no. Um, yeah, look. How did we get here? I don't know. What I did want to say when we first were... Oh, you're, you're, that's it. You're, uh, you're 11 years. Did you get a gift? No. No. I get it. I don't... I, see, for now, for me as well, we had a... Uh, Anniversary. I'm like, I got you a ring. 
fucking 11 months ago. Yeah. I'm, I've paid my dues. Yeah, exactly. In full. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, you almost don't get one again. I'd be happy with that. Just go to dinner. But see, now I've got like two anniversaries. We've got a wedding anniversary. Which one I'm, do you pick? Well, I've only I haven't had a wedding anniversary yet because we only got. But like, we were talk, I was talking about that. Like, do you you just abandon the first one, or just a, a gentle nod in the morning? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, and yeah, then off a, you go. Just a nod, happy sort of like you know real anniversary, but then the wedding one because it's like I've been with Steph for thirteen years. Now we're just going back to one. I feel like I've done a little bit more. Gra- That's fucking graft. I don't want to just. Well, you're not going to throw that in the bin, I'm are you? I'm just resetting my fucking scores. What? You can't reset, not after 13 years. That's a fucking long time to work and then just for someone to come and go, oh, yeah, no, now it's fucking one. Yeah, we don't count that anymore. It's like playing, imagine playing 13 fucking years NRL. They go, oh, no, you've changed nah. clubs. Sorry, it's fucking. That doesn't count. No, nah, you played one season. Anyway, that's something for everyone to think about at home. Well, I think think about that at home. Yeah. Think about it, that at home and how, you know, of much of a pickle. Well, it's a pickle for people. It's Tom. a pickle. It's a pickle for people. And you don't want to be in a pickle. Never. Is that shit on my shoe, Eddie? Probably. I can't smell. Do I smell like poo? No, you don't. Can but you? I'm not ruling it out. No, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna address it to No, me. just smell it. No, I don't Just think so. smell it. I need to know. No. It's not poo? No. Just a bit it's of mud. Mud. Just well, run it has of the been mill raining, mud. Tom. It has been raining. Are we rain. in for a rain bender at the moment or not? Like, well, I would say this. Some people are no, saying rain bender and I'm not sure where I'd like, say the legitimacy this. of that. I'd say this, Tom. I'd say this. What would you say? The forecast was for big rains yesterday. Wake up, sunny. We got a bit yesterday, but then it fucking cleared and it was sort of all over the shop. Today they took rain. It's fucking sunny as all get out. As we were coming here, though, I did see some dark, gloomy, ominous motherfuckers in the distance. But if I'm... You know, if I'm a, if I'm running an eye over my uh, weather app, Tom, I would like personally to see sun into rain. Don't just give me rain emojis, because then I'm fucking waking up thinking I've got to put a bloody raincoat on. Yes, I don't own a raincoat. I I, I own a uh, a rain like a jacket, like a weather windbreaker. Like yeah, I had a walk. That's with also mate. waterproof. I went for a walk with a mate yesterday, and he's like, "Bring a raincoat," and I'm like, "I don't have a fucking raincoat." So I wore a puffer jacket, which soaked. But it, it looked like the illusion of it being weatherproof. But, it's but it not, wasn't. It wasn't. I knew that as well going in, but I was like, well, fuck it. This is all I got. It's like when you go camp. Have you ever been camping, right? And then you put the, you put the wet weather thing over the top and then you realise through the night that it's like it's waterproof to a point. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, if it fucking, if, if there's a light if you get, if, foggy mist that rolls through, your tent won't get wet. There yeah. won't be dew on it. But if it pisses down, you're fucked. Yeah, it leaks in. Yeah. And then you're all at sea. Yeah. And you're thinking to yourself, you sold me on a waterproof Why tent. is this not waterproof? Why do I need to buy like a fucking raincoat for my tent? Yeah, and a hoochie or whatever. What's like the what's the po- what's the point of that? Shouldn't yeah. it come ready to fucking rock and roll? I'm not the biggest camp guy, punters and dribblers. No, neither am I. I don't know what I'm talking about, but I've been to festivals before where <laughs> I've fucking come back to the tent and it's fucking soaked and I had to sleep in the car. All because I was sold on this tent that was supposed to be waterproof, because why wouldn't it be? What's the point of it's it? Got not to, being? Surely it's got to be all purpose, all season, all weather. Surely, or at least be obviously like uh, otherwise advertising that it's not. Otherwise, I'll fucking sleep outside under the stars. Do you, you know may what I mean? As well. you may as well. What's the difference? There is no difference. 
So that pisses me off, Tom. Yep. Um, but my raincoat is a little bit of that sort of like it wouldn't it wouldn't stand up to gale force stuff. No. Again, it probably would be like a drizzle. Yeah, it's a drizzle. Drizzle proof. It's drizzle proof. It's drizzle proof, but it's not rainproof. Meteorologists need to step the fuck up. Oh yeah. Because for too long they've been mediocre. Mediocre at best. Mediocre meteorologists. Mediocre meteorologists. That's a tongue twister. That's a fucking that's a twister right there. Fuck, that's a twister. Mediocre meteorologist. No, mediocre meteorologists. Meteorologists. Fuck me dead. Both cunts of words. Now, Thursday pod. Thursday pod. I think to myself, with all the advancements in technology, with all of the, you know, innovations at at our fingertips. We've got rovers. Weather balloons. Fuck you, we've got rovers on Mars. But like, I feel like, and this is vibe and vibe alone, in the last 20 years, there has been no improvement at all. In the... The predicting of weather. I'd say that's pretty fair. It still seems like a real vibe. I think it's vibe. It's a vibe profession where they're like, oh, yeah, it's going to rain, but then suddenly it doesn't. It's like, how haven't you got to a point where you can predict this thing with, like, just absolute... Especially day of, or, like, day before... People that look at seven-day forecasts, I go, you got rocks in your head, mate. Put your seven-day forecasts away. Stick it up your Some ass. people look to 28 days and shit. I go, you just, what are you talking no. about? They can't predict the weather the next day, let alone a seven-day forecast. Oh, let it's raining this weekend. I'm like, forecast. yeah, it might rain this weekend, bro. It might be a fucking rip, rip snorter. snorter. Yeah, that's always the way. It's like, rain predicted, no rain. Shit ass. Shit ass. It is what it is, though. Shout out to the weather people of this great nation. Do your job better, or at least acknowledge that 98% of your job is vibe. And then we're comfortable. We go, look, they feel like it might rain today. If you come out and you say, listen, I've done a doctor, doctorate in vibe, because, you know, if I'm a fucking doctor of meteorology, you're basically a doctor, a doctor in vibe. Of vibe. Then I'm, I'm cool with that. Well, like, I mean, what about when they do the temperature where they go, the temperature's 29 degrees, feels like. It's 33. I'm like, what the fuck does that mean? Well... That's vibe, dude. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's vibe if ever I've fucking yeah, seen it. Yeah. How do you... What feels like... Yeah, how do you know what fucking 33 feels like? Yeah. What if uh, I'm running high? Yeah, exactly. What if I'm going for a run? To me, it feels like 40. It's <laughs> 40 degrees. You fucking tell me it's 29, but it feels like 36. Does it? Based on what? Are we just going off your body temperature? What's your office like? Is it climate controlled? You got a Fujitsu running? Like, what's going on? Yeah, exactly. Is there a light breeze kicking around? Are you near the coast? Are you inland? Is, are you on concrete? Are you on grass? Are, are you, you, on are sand? you in a basement? Are you up top? What's the ventilation like? Where yeah. are you taking this from? Where does it feel like 33? In the shade? In the sun? In a bath? Is this how they do feels like? They lick the finger, lick and, the just finger and just jam it in the air. Now, I, I know traditionally you, you get a pretty good gauge on wind direction That's that more way. a wind direction thing, but, I mean, it's all vibe at that point. As soon as you say feels like, vibe. Complete vibe. I check out then. What does the wetting of the, the licking, the sucking of the finger do to help you identify wind direction? Does it make your finger more sensitive? sensitive? Maybe. Potentially, because maybe you're feeling it dry. Do you know what I mean? I completely do. I don't know what that is. That's one of those. It does help. Or at least it feels like it does. Or is that just like a power band thing? It's is doing it a nothing. power balance bracelet for wind direction? Just yeah. suck your finger and hold it up. 
Well, yes. Yeah, so, uh, whichever direction the cool side of your finger is facing, that's the direction the wind is coming from. Yeah. Okay. Thank you, Dave. Thank you, Dave. That's why you're here. That's why you're here. I think it's also worth, obviously, Dave. I thank you again for the, the and Papa uh, Papa Bloom for the beautiful pigeon uh, care package. But I think Dave probably deserves a little respect put on his name as well after his golden beak effort. I think so. I think that's absolutely fair. He went the big lift. The golden beaks went, uh, went off. Yeah, Rugby League's Night and Night. Critical acclaim. Uh, head over to Bloke. Bloke's YouTube if you want to check that out. Um, it was a great night. A lot of fun had by all some, some incredible award recipients. Yeah. But Dior Dave donned his mother's dress. Um, he put on some very sort of elegant gloves. Yeah. Um, he looked beautiful. Had the hair straightened. Yeah, had the hair straightened and then came out and sh- shook his little booty all over the fucking set. Yeah. He made the knot. He made the knot. He tied everything together. He did. It was, it was you know, it was like, if Dave wasn't there, it'd be like a tiramisu with no coffee in it. I mean, it wouldn't make any it sense. It wouldn't make sense. Dave was the coffee in our tiramisu that was the award night. That's right. He was the cheese in the cheesecake. He was, Well, there you go. That could be the nicest thing anyone's ever said to me. Thank well, you. Well, you know, that's what we're here for. Well, yeah. look, you know, we're always here to pump you up, Dave. Yeah. But it was a great night. Um, I was a bit worried going into it, but I've got some good reports back on it and some surprising reports from the punters and dribblers, so... You know. uh, you're, you were worried about what? About, uh, you know, getting getting all frocked up? Well, yeah, I don't know. Nothing specific, but just nervous of how it'll be received. But I mm, would say surprisingly sure. well. And Overwhelming positivity. Yes, in some cases a bit too much positivity. Well, I think you certainly had some people... You got tongues wagging. Yeah, you got mm. tongues wagging. I think there was but some people as well, uh, like, you know... Feeling things they never felt before. Certainly like lead in the pencil sort of situation. <laughs> yeah, confusing lead in the pencil. Did you see the photo just as Eddie sits here and pounds a bit of uh, red ice vape? The photo that some dribbler put on the punters and dribblers page. Uh, shout out to the punters and dribblers page for hitting 10k. Fucking P's and D's in there as well. Love y'all. Um, but it was a, he took a photo of you handing me the vape or me handing you the vape and then put it uh, like... Layered it with what's that? Is it a in the Sistine Chapel where like those two gods are like touching each other's fingers yeah. on the roof of the fucking yeah? And so he's put us under there and like it on the top, and it just actually looked fucking hilarious. I might even try to find that and put it up on the old IG. It was very good, very good stuff. Um, but the Golden Beaks was fantastic. Tommy Turbo obviously capping off what the all time greatest season. Well, he actually said it meant more to him winning the Golden Beak than it did winning the Dally Am. Well, look, I think it put into context the season where it was like, holy shit, I won the Wally uh, in Origin. Holy shit, I won all of the awards for Manly. Holy shit, I won probably the RLPLPA Player of the Year. Full back of the year at the Dallies. Now I've got the Dally. Now I've got the actual Dally around my neck. Least amount of games to ever do it. His average... Points, Dalian points per game would have seen him rack up 50 Dalian points that he played a full season, which is the most by 15 points, the most of all time by 15 points. Like he got, he got three points less than Thurston did in 2005, and Thurston played 22 games. And then he rolls it into a golden beak. It's the greatest season of all time. That's also the thing when everyone's comparing fucking Hayne and Barber and shit. It's like he did it in 15 games. And he got us from last to fourth to a prelim. So, no, he didn't make the grand final. 
but he did it in 15 fucking games. But it's pretty fucking impressive performance, let's be honest. And everyone craps on about Hayne and shit making the grand final, but they lost. So, you know, you didn't win the grand final. No. So does it really matter? Does it really matter, Tom? Grand final upon us, though. Um, it's good stuff. There's a lot going on. There's a, a shitload going on. Going on. Did you see Rusty? Benji reckons he's going to go around again. Does he? Fuck. If he wins, he better retire. I, well, apparently just the taste of grand final weeks just got him fucking hocked up again. I can understand that. You like, know what you're I mean? on 16 years without a taste of it, and yeah. then you're back. You're like, why would I want to give this shit up? Why would I give this you're up? You're a long time retired, but do you want to go out as like a fucking... You go to champion, or you can just go around again for another season with South. Finish like. fucking fifth or sixth order. You yeah, know what I mean? Is like it a, the same? An uneventful season with South. If he loses, I mean, who knows? It'd be cool. Did you see that uh, Rusty Crow's given Isaac Luke... Uh, Bill Ringer duties, But he's called it his 250th game. Going, I'm pretty sure I saw that in a tweet. He's like, congratulations to Isaac Luke playing his 250th game this weekend. Like, oh, it. is that why he's done it? No, because he's not playing. No, I know. But he's saying... He, no, he's given him the bell because I think probably because he's like a South diehard, he missed out on the grand final. I, the way I read it in an article, and Dave can look this up, was more around Rusty being like, you're the bell ringer. Yes, he is the bell ringer. Yeah, he called him like the Prince of The Redford. Prince of Redfern. Yeah. But he's not the official bell ringer for South. You, whenever they play the grand final, they ring the bell. No, I know. Him. But, I, but what he's I'm, bestowed that honour upon yes, Isaac Luke yes. for this game. And but, he's calling it his but, 250th game for the club. But what I'm trying to say to you, Tom, is, is he the bell ringer now into perpetuity? No, 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 no. For no? This, no, I don't think so. That's the way it read to me. He's the bell ringer forever. Well, until, until he, he passes. Dies. Well... Obviously, he can't be ringing the bell once he's no longer with us. Um, or maybe he can. He maybe. can. Well, he can ring it across the void, but like... But, you know, will, we, will anyone hear it? <laughs> Not in this dimension. No, exactly. So, I mean, sure. They, they, need, they need a... a, a wormhole of sorts. Well, they, needed, they need a bell ringer in this dimension, I think, is where we're getting to. That's what we're pointing That out. was my... Look, I've interpreted, I've, I've interpreted a fucking shitload for a bloke <laughs> that didn't read the article. I'll say that. <laughs> and I haven't read the article either. I read... I glanced at a tweet. <laughs> I glanced at a heading and it's... What I got from it? Isaac Luke officially... Isaac got, Luke ringing the bell into perpetuity. That's what I got from it. Do you reckon the majority of people's opinions these days across the board... Across every fucking topic, are uh, glancing at headlines now. Like no one reads articles, surely. I I read unless I've bought the paper. I don't read many articles online. No, unless the headlines really taken me. And then usually you it takes you. You get in and you've been woolpulled. Yeah, you've been completely and utterly. So it's like, why the fuck would I click on this article? But well, that's half the reason. A, I don't want to be hoodwinked. But B, it's funny then that I'm fucking gleaning so much from a headline I know is clearly bullshit. Yes. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because that's sort of what you have to do because you're like, it's either behind a paywall I'm not prepared to pay for. How many times have you said, this year alone, oh, did you hear about thing? Oh, I didn't read the article, but I saw a headline. 90% of the times I remark about any thing at all, it is, I didn't read it, but like, Dave, can you fucking... <laughs> I think I, I saw. I think I saw this. Can you look into it? I do find when it comes to at least sports journalism, I read cricket articles. Yeah, so do I. I don't read rugby league articles. That's a good anymore. point. Yep. I love reading cricket articles. There's nothing because I love they're more because they're jam packed with stats. Jam packed with stats. That's and what like gets my Analysis from like, you know, like the, Malcolm a, Knox. A day, or yeah, Malcolm Knox is a fucking. I like Malcolm's cricket writing. Yeah, Sometimes who's the, Austra who's the Australian ass. guy? Crash Craddock? No. 
No, he's not Australian. He's telly, isn't he? Yeah. Um, he's really good. Writes books. Not Gideon. Gideon, Gideon Haig. Haig. Yeah. Yeah. So there's a few. The I like cricket, Gideon. Cricket journos are probably the biggest fart sniffers in the world. <laughs> but they're right? great but writers. But they're phenomenal. But they're, yeah, but they're yeah. great they're writers. Poets, dude. That's the difference between the rugby league writer and the cricket writer. The rugby league writer is like. The rugby league writer is like new idea, women, men's women's yeah, league. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really trashy shit yeah. with a really trashy writing style. And it's yeah. like, this is grade three stuff, but I'm reading it. Yes. It's, it's, it's salacious as yeah. fuck. Whereas the cricket writer is like poetry. It's elegant. It is. It's beautifully like written. It's like Shakespearean. Yeah, yeah. Oh, fuck yeah. Oh, shit yeah. Because it's not about, oh, you know, old mate tried to put his dick in his teammate's player's wife. You know yeah, what yeah, I mean? yeah. He was, he was seen. Oh, it. they come out and they play tough footy yeah. arrive and clear he's fucking getting bitched by he Wayne. He was seen at a five-star restaurant swiping his cock across plate, like, you know, yeah, 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 yeah. people's plates. This cricket is writing's like more about like the, the history, the game, play, the nuance, the elegance of the, of the, elegance. the fucking, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, the ta- the tactics, the tactics and shit. Yeah, you know, five yeah. days of Test cricket is the captain getting it right, all that shit. And you've got you've got like former Test captains, you've got Warney, you've got these journos, you've got like so much shit to consume, and it's like I am so horny for su- the summer of cricket. It's just fucking fantastic. Like, I think. Well, look. I know I sort of brushed you aside in terms of like, is it going to go ahead? But, and this again is going only off uh, Kevin Peterson's fucking of South African played for England fame, who was saying that he, he, if they have to come down here in quarantine, like fuck that. Yeah, dude, it's a problem. So when are they bringing in the seven day quarantine thing? Home, seven day home quarantine? Uh, Soonish. I think it's in October or November because my sister's meant to be coming back from New York for a bit to sort of meet new baby. Mm. And she's been fucking like peppering us like, oh, it's fucked. She's like, cause she's like, if I've got a quarantine in a fucking hotel, I'm not doing it. It's like three grand. It's like, yeah. fuck that. For two weeks. Yeah. So they are really looking at it. I just think fucking, if we're all vaccinated and shit, why wouldn't you? Well, it depends when they, well, cause they'll, they'll need to be down here pretty soon. You'd think so, wouldn't they'll you? They'll need to be down here to start in November. Well, I guess they would. You'd need a month to climatise. You've got to play the A side. You've got to play fucking... You've got to get your eye in, Tom. Yes, but they could be get... Like, I agree with you. You don't want to you. jump off the plane and start playing on Aussie pitches. Well, you'd be in a big fucking... You'd be in a big fucking world of hurt. But, I mean, you know, because of the unprecedented nature of the times, maybe you just have to jam-pack your preparation a little bit. Possibly. I wonder if that's why they've moved the test. The first test to... It could be. It could be as like a fuck, you know, we're going to be... Cut. Well, but didn't they move that before our second outbreak anyway? I can't remember. I think they did. I still think that was more to do with us than... than yeah, COVID. I think that it was more you and I just calling for it. Um, and call for it, we did. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, the, the, the journalistic approach between the sports is worlds apart. Both worlds beautiful, apart. both wonderful. But one is Men's Women's Weekly and one's almost like Fifty Shades of Grey. Yeah. One's like an international bestseller writer, sort of, you know. Did you see some, Oprah's book club. some dribbler in Punters and Dribblers put up like every time fucking uh, Andrew Johns has been wrong this year in his predictions? <laughs> so often. Really? Yeah, 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 so often. And like he's come out today being like, what an idiot I am because he basically said that South without Latrella go out in straight sets. Oh, yeah, and now, now he's saying, them. Now we say they'll win the comp. Like even the great Joey Johns who... He's one of the, you know, he's the greatest player of all time and a hell of an analyst. Can't predict for shit. No, it's, it's. I mean, they should really be looking at us. 
Oh, fuck yeah. Seriously, with the units we've scooped. With the this units we've scooped on about even, we're fucking on fire. Like, and that's the thing about NRL. Apparently, it is the hardest game to sort of get a read on. And this is Rain Man's words, not ours, in the world. Impossible to model. That's and a when lot you've to got, do with the shorter amount of time, though, isn't and it? And then when you've got the analysts who don't know what the fuck's going on. Like, I was listening on the radio today, though, I think it was fucking Triple N or someone. They had a, uh, a tipping comp, Phil Gould who knows arguably more about rugby league yeah. than anyone you could fucking poke a stick at. He came dead last <laughs> in the tipping comp. Dead last. Yeah, right. I mean, it's been a tough season to pick. But... Yes and, yes and no. Well, actually, that's it's true. It's actually been easier. It, once it got to a point where it became very easy. It was like 13 plus fucking... Who's playing? Shit team or good team? Good team? All they right, win 13, 13 plus. plus. Like every week. Yeah. It's actually been easier than ever. Because you haven't had those random upsets. Yeah, really. that's true. You had a couple. You've had a couple of random upsets. Not really. No, well, Manly to Newcastle. Look, how many games did fucking Storm lose this year in the regular season? Two? Two, and they were at the start. Panthers lost three. Rabbitohs lost three. Like, it's pretty fucking predictable from that perspective. That's true. That's true. The lower games, though. The Obviously, the dog shit at the bottom of the table where you've got absolute rubbish playing absolute rubbish. Like, yeah, sure, it's been a little bit difficult, but it hasn't... I just still don't think it's been impossible. No. Not from a point of view where... Joey Johns has got a fucking post dedicated to him about how many times he was wrong this year. Do you all might try find yeah, that? Yeah, try find that. Can we get it on the TV? Yeah, I'll have a look. Um, and then Phil Good coming dead last. It's interesting. It does. It illuminates how hard rugby league is to pick. Matty Johns said on his thing with Cronk the other day that he thinks Isaiah Yo is the most intelligent player in the competition. Smarter than Tommy. Than anyone. He says he's the most intelligent player in the competition. And he says if South can shut him down, then they win. And what's he basing that on? Or was he, that just a headline? No, no, no. That wasn't a headline. It was a grab um, from their show. But it was something around... He, he, was, he picked a play in the game against Melbourne where he basically touched the ball four consecutive tackles where it was like he was either a link man or he was direct... Like he was dictating the fucking... Where the play went. And I think they ended up... Did they end up scoring on the end of the play? I don't know. But it was just something where it was like the way he involves himself and the way that he... Uh, like, you know, the way he can either... He was choosing whether to get into an arm wrestle with Melbourne. Like, so whether it was just going fucking through the middle and barging or then it was like, you know what? Let's now push it a bit wider and go to our... Which you'd think it was a playmaker's fucking thing. But I mean, like, I guess the 13 does play the ball a lot more. Anyway, I just thought that was interesting. There's not much else I can give to it because I'm not an analyst. I'm a dribbler. Yeah, so here's the first one. Benji is the modern-day Michelangelo, but it won't be enough against the Raiders. I think they won by fucking 30 points or 40 points. I think he scored a heap of tries. <laughs> <laughs> so this is the Joey, every time Joey got it wrong. Yeah. And has a dribbler gone through and found all of these? Yes. Holy shit. No days off for the dribbler. No days off for the dribbler. I also um, think it's worth shouting out. I don't know the guy's name, but whoever did the one that was uh, the he made the edit of the beer soon shirts and put nose beer soon and put fucking monster cheese and. Did you see something as well? I saw this in punters and dribblers earlier. Have a fucking listen to this. This is genius stuff. Hopefully, it's in here. A lot of microwave dinners going on in the off season. So Angus Bowen. Shout out, bro. I said, is this the smartest piece of um, 
rugby league players union negotiations since the 40 hour working week and this he's taken a grab there's no drug testing at this time of year under the rlpa agreement so they've basically negotiated that you can't test players at this time of year because they know the players rip and tear really did they really? Yeah. That's fucking insane. I, like, I think it's reasonable. I think it's fucking reasonable. But are they saying just for like illicit or you can't test them for fucking... Oh, that'd be illicit for sure. No, 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 no. Asada and shit would be able to test them whenever they want. Because haven't they also, Dave, can you, aren't they now trying to bring in hair follicle testing? Yeah, I read that. Yeah. Because they've been, because of the microwave dinner situation. Yeah, but that would be in season. Yeah. Clearly. Right. Yeah. No, I don't think... You can't be testing hair follicles post-season, can you? That's well, fucking well, insane. Well, not, no, 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 not under the RLPA agreement, Tom. Because the thing is, with um, <laughs> with hair follicle testing, and it says somewhere here, let me just get the quote, but, like, um, it can uh, detect, like, you know, drugs that, like, th are essentially three months old with hair follicle tests. So even if they're testing <laughs> them, like, near before the start of the season. What? Rack will turn up three months later. Is that what you're telling me? That's what I read somewhere. Dude, there's going to be so many players coming back to preseason smooth as fuck. Just well, well, beat moose their entire go the, head and go eyebrows. The, um, go the fucking the ben Cousins, ben Cousins yeah. route. Yeah. It Shave says, off the eyebrows, the fucking eyelashes. Wasn't that a genius move by <laughs> by a fucking wily Ben Cousins? It just looks like an egg. Yeah, he just goes, right, I test me. Yeah. Try to get a hair off this body, try mate. He came in bald. <laughs> try find a hair. Good luck. Good luck. <laughs> no, I haven't been doing drugs. <laughs> but you're smooth as an egg, Ben. Well, fuck, just a, it's a new fashion statement. Well, you know what? I didn't. I wasn't in the mood for eyebrows no, today. Sorry. You would have been wiping sweat out of his fucking yeah, no, eyes. I've got alopecia. Are you sure? I can see hair growing back. Nah, dude, I've got alopecia in the off-season. <laughs> um, so this is another one from Joey. South Sydney destined for straight sets finals exit. Well done. <coughs> I admit I got it horribly wrong about Latrell Mitchell. Like many, I was adamant Mitchell wasn't a fullback. As South take on <laughs> Brisbane in Thursday night football, I admit I got it wrong. April. Without question, the Storm will be their grand final day. Big game club. Been there before. Their defence is almost impossible to break down, especially on a dewy night game with a slippery ball. And their attack has evolved as this season's gone on. Well, in fairness to him, it wasn't played at night. No. South Sydney Death of Straits. That's seen it. John's fears... Star Storm Utility Nico Hines won't make Melbourne 17 in final. <laughs> <laughs> John says it's too early for Slater, Thurston, and Smith to coach Maroons. <laughs> <laughs> He's not a fullback. Andrew Johns believes the trail won't excel in number one jersey for South. The last one. Manly can reach the grand final, but Penrith can't. <laughs> the week off is a huge advantage for the Rabbitohs and the Storm. The Seagulls can overcome it, but the battered Panthers are in trouble. Um, look, so Joey's been on fire this year. Joey's been on fire, but when you're the goat, when you're the greatest player of all time, people, people, you know, people don't tend to mind as much. No, you'll get paid out for it, sure. Listen, it's it's opinion, but he's his qualified opinion. Yes. Whereas ours is unqualified, so. And we're usually more correct. We're usually and we funny? usually seem to get it right. Isn't that funny? Take make of that what you will. Make of that what you will, puns and dribblers. Um, but so who who do you reckon this weekend? Honestly, uh, I think Penrith. I think Penrith. Is Dylan Edwards playing? 
think he has to pass one fitness test. But did you see that stat that no team has lost consecutive grand finals since the Dragons in 92? Yeah, but that's not true because the Roosters lost 2003 and 2004. Oh, yeah, sorry, since then. Yeah, no one's yeah. lost since then. I saw that though as well. They did win 2002. Two, yeah. Yes, but they lost consecutive. Yeah. But no, one, no team has lost two since then. Yes. Uh, I think Penrith will win it, but and I don't care. I think both have great storylines, uh, but I would also like South to win. I think there's more cool storylines for South. But it's pretty. It's a good spot for like a a dribbler who's not a fan of either team because you can just sit back and like any outcome's pretty good. Like as in you can just sort of enjoy it. Yeah, we don't have to fucking sit through another storm premiership. <laughs> Did you see? Did you watch? You watch the SAS show, don't you? Yeah. Did you watch it last night? Yeah, fucking night. Did you see Sam Burgess talking about how they thought he had fucking multiple sclerosis? Yeah. That was fucking hectic. Yeah, it was. And now he's got to get like tested every six months or something to check on his brain. He's like, yeah, dude, I'm pretty sure I got some fucking brain damage. Yeah, because there was white dots and shit on his brain, and yeah. they're like, well, this could develop into yeah MS. They said it had nothing to do with concussion either, just that it was. Oh really? Yeah, yeah. Didn't he say that he thinks it's linked? No, I think he said it's not linked. But they were checking for concussion shit. Like, they were checking his brain for, like, effects of concussion because I think maybe he'd had a concussion in the game. Yeah. And then they were like, they called him and were like, dude, we think you might have multiple sclerosis. And then he went in and they're like, okay, you don't have it. But these dots yes. could be... That's fucking terrifying, dude. Mate, I tell you, do you what you like? You watched last night? I watched like, I don't watch it. I haven't... I've only started, like, try, like if I remember, I'll have a look because I know you are obsessed with it. Well, I mean, I fucking... I, I don't watch as much as I'd like to. We've got fucking a bad <laughs> even on. So I miss the Tuesdays. Some Mondays I catch You don't record it? Well, I could go back, but I haven't... I just haven't. Yeah. But I've watched enough of oh, it. You know what? I'm glad you haven't gone back to watch it. <laughs> they last night, they had to carry 70 kilo... Um, sandbags. Sandbags, 10 Ks... And, like, Yana Pittman's fucking, she rips, bro. She will. She's an athlete. Fucking oh, she is. But, like, he's sure that your AFL player and Sam Burgess were paired together. I'm like, that is such an advantage. I know. You just thought but they were going to But they were, like, shred. 3Ks behind because they, they, they couldn't work out how to wrap yeah. their fucking the poles up they, and shit. What they have in physical prowess, they lack in intelligence. Yeah. Um, so their ability to build a fucking yeah. and, uh, build a thing to carry the sandbags. And one of, this chick, one of the chicks asked Sam Burgess, she's like, like the producer, she's like, do you think you can like think quickly, like think on your feet? And he pauses for ages. Yeah, he goes, that's right. And he goes, clearly, clearly not. not. <laughs> yeah, he seems to be coming off quite well in that. He's coming off really well. It's a PR masterstroke, I think. Yeah. And I don't think anyone's denying that he's like a fucking lovely bloke and shit. He's just a bit of a rat. He's, he's got, has he's a, a rat piglet, bag past. Yeah. He's a piglet with some rat, uh, and he's prone to rat baggery, um, but not necessarily like a bad human. I also think that everyone has the ability to evolve, grow, change. You know, like you look at someone like Mike Tyson, who is obviously maybe great he, example. He went to fucking prison for rape, which is disgraceful. And in modern times, you would never make a comeback from that. He's still fucking denies it to this day not that that matters he was fucking found guilty i'm not making any justifications but when you talk about the ability for someone to grow and change he seems like an evolved human being compared to the psychopath that he was as a young child or as a young man 100 percent. like in interviews you listen to him he's like he seems like a different person yeah like chilled out a lot more, I saw him more on, perspective I saw him on a fucking podcast that Logan Paul impulsive podcast which I don't actually watch but I saw a clip of it forgive my block nose you know what the deal is um 
And he grabbed a handful of magic mushrooms. And I'm talking a fucking hero dose. Just grabbed a handful of them off whoever the fuck was talking to him and just went, and just ate the whole thing. And I was like, oh. Who did that? Mike Tyson. Where? On the fucking podcast, on the Impulsive podcast. He goes, it's all natural. It's all fungus. That's why we all are. We're all fungus. And just starts fucking chewing it. Are you serious? No water, no nothing. Just dry. And he's like picking it out of his teeth. The guy's like, can you have some water, dude? It's all in your teeth. He's like, I'm not done. Oh, my God. Iron Mike. They're like, are you sure you can do that? He's like, I used to do coke. It's like... Have I, you seen those photos of his like him at parties and shit walking around? And he's got around? coke all and over his nose. And he's got coke all over his face, yeah. bro. Not even over his no, nose. It's, all it's over his fucking face. everywhere. Have you heard that story about Johnny Knoxville when he was with Maddie Johns in Australia? <laughs> no. When he's what? When he was in Australia and he was on the Maddie Johns show or like whatever show it was um, with Maddie Johns. I heard it, I think, on Tom Cashman's podcast, who's a comedian who used to be a writer on Maddie Johns, and he was saying that. What's the podcast called? Uh, I think it's called The Good Stuff. Yeah. Um, and basically he was saying like him and Maddie, Johnny Knoxville and Maddie were in the car together going somewhere and they got pulled over by cops just like routinely or something. And Johnny's like, oh shit, like I've got some pills on me now. And he kind of just looks around and just takes him. <laughs> Johnny. Fucking wild. That wouldn't you. make sense. That wouldn't surprise me at all. Those guys are wild motherfuckers. Fucking or at up. least they were. I think were. they've all like, a lot of them are now like recovering drug addicts or have died. So yeah. I w- I'm looking forward to the next, the new Jackass. Though. Yeah, same, dude. I can't wait for that. Bam Majera is... He's, off the, he's, he's gone. He's gone. He's off the reservation. He's an alcoholic. I feel sorry for him, but like... It's, t- it's tough to watch. Yeah, it is, because he's fucking... Because they, they scrapped him for the show because he kept fucking... They, they, gave him, they just said, like, in his contract, you can't be getting fucked up. Like, you got to be sober. And then he's not. And then he comes out just trying to bash it. Like, you know, you... If there was any, like... Uh, if you had any sort of... Uh, unsurety that's not the word but like about reservation reservation about whether they were fair in their reasoning for like kicking him off the show if just follow him on instagram you go oh okay i see why i see what's going on he goes on serious rants and like those fucking notes and shitty rights it's like it's it's dark it's dark as fuck oh this was funny (laughs) yeah hogan put up a fucking post on his twitter damn bam i wish you were still with us i sure would love to hang out again my brother miss you (laughs) I'm alive, brother, but miss you too. <laughs> Has he got him mixed up with Ryan Dunn? I guess so. That's that's either a phenomenally fake tweet. No, it was real. There, there was like articles. Yeah, about I remember seeing it as well. Yeah. Fuck, Hogan still had some guns in that photo. Fuck, he's got some pipes on him. That's there. old, but still. Yeah, like, well, look at Bam in the photo, dude. He's like his arms. Are that's what you forget head. about how young those jackass guys were when yeah. they like ascended to fucking humongous heights. Yeah, humongous heights. Like Bam was like 22, 23. Was he? Yeah, Knoxville was like 27. 20, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were young, bro. Look that up. How old's mm. Bam? And then when when was Jackass? Two thousand. Yeah, we'll just look up how old they were when it started. Yeah, but um, and they were part of like what's crazy about Jackass is that they are like quite culturally significant. You know what I mean? Like it's not just a dumb reality show. No, it's like they were a culturally significant thing where it was like this generation of young kids who don't give a fuck. Yeah doing this crazy shit like they were the first sort of people that anyone ever like doing what they did like there was nothing else ever like it really and it completely took the world by storm i remember being a kid 
sneaking out of my bed. There was like in barrel my sister's room, but she'd like gone away. She might have finished school or she was li- like she wasn't living in the house, but she had a TV in her room. And so I would get up at night and I'd sneak into her room and then close the door and flick on her TV and like I knew Jackass was on on like fucking eight, you know, whatever channel at night, channel seven at like 10 or 11 at night and I'd watch it like, and you'd just be like, this is the funniest fucking shit I've ever seen in my life. Like a genius idea. And now they're like fucking, you see him now, you're like, dude, they are old, old men. Yeah. Johnny Knoxville's like 50. <laughs> How old were they? Yeah, though? so Johnny Knoxville is 50 this year. Bro, um, so, so he was 30. Yeah, no, Jack- 29. Yeah. 29, yeah. Jack, I said in 2000, he was 29. Ryan Dunn was 23. Bam was Kids. 21. What? And Steve-O was 26. Wow. And you're the kings of the world, man. Kings of the world. Bro. Everywhere you go, everyone knows you. Everyone wants to party. Like Brad Pitt was doing shit with him. Remember the one they kidnapped Brad Pitt off the street? Oh, yes. <laughs> Jesus Christ. That's like, and Brad Pitt was one of the ones where they were in monkey suits in LA, like fucking <laughs> yeah. running around. Yeah, like yeah, Brad yeah. Pitt was one of them. Yeah. <laughs> like that's how big these fuckers were. Like the biggest stars on the planet wanted yeah. to do shit with them. Like everyone wanted to hang out with these guys. It's a fucking, it's Johnny Knoxville's brainchild, isn't it? I don't know, actually. Where did they find because, Bam and steve because, and shit? No, well, so, like, Bam was doing stuff already with his crew that were called CKY, Camp Kill Yourself, I think. Yeah. And that was out wherever he lived. So there was, like, little small pockets little of them pockets, doing this yeah. sort of shit. And then there was a skate magazine. Like, it was sort of coming together of these, of, like, worlds. They found steve He was, like, a clown or some shit. <laughs> It, really? He was a clown. The first thing he ever did on camera was that goldfish where he swallowed the goldfish <laughs> and then he vomited it back up and it was alive. <laughs> but for the longest time, you're going, you're going, that goldfish isn't coming back up. And he had to keep sculling water and then like throwing it back up into the thing. For anyone. Oh my God. If bro. you haven't watched all the jackass, you are. You've got to go back. You've got to go back. It is the fucking best dude that's why i'm so pumped for this new show yeah. Jarch was telling me that apparently like they're all going this is better than dude the have you old seen stuff. the one about the guy with the shark so they've because they've got some new cast members obviously because some have died some are old it's like you need some young fresh blood to do some shit yeah dude <laughs> 50 years yeah, old, old as fuck dude there's one and there's a video of it on youtube mm. so they've got this new guy called poopy <laughs> Poopy. Poopy. <laughs> they go out to uh, somewhere in the water where there's Mako sharks and they chum up the water so these sharks are all fucking hungry as shit. Yeah. And they're dragging Poopy on a wakeboard <laughs> across a ramp and he's meant to hit this ramp and jump this thing of swarming Makos. They, he, they're not going quick enough and he lands in the fucking thing of Makos and it bites his fucking hand and his hand is severed. His hand is dangling off and he has to get... like. He's lucky it only bit his arm, but it bites his arm and it's thrashing it. And you can see it. And they're all like, holy shit, Poopy's dead. <laughs> oh, my God. Poopy. Poopy. Poopy gets dragged out of the water. How old's Poopy? Dude, he's in like his 30s probably. Yeah. Poopy gets dragged out of the water. Fuck, I got to- the video. Do you want to watch it? I don't. It's fucking okay. gross. Do you want to watch it? Yeah, put it yeah, on. Yeah, put it on. Yeah. But try just get to the point where it happens. And he's got to have multiple surgeries and fucking his hand is like fucked. Like, it's actually, it's not like a recovery. His hand's fucked. Oh, his hand's done now. It's like it's still there, but it's like... It's not, it's a shadow of itself. It's not what the hand used to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can we get, should we get headphones, Dave, so we can hear? Um, if you want. Or do we just want to see this video? Yeah, just see this bit. Okay. I'll skip to it. Oh, Poopy's yeah, yeah. going way too slow. Poopy! Bruh. Look at this. 
Oh! Dude, that's his hand hanging off. Oh! Look at these psychos jumping off the water into the water for him. Holy shit. Oh my god. Dude, yeah, 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 yeah. Enough, 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 enough. That'll do. Yeah, I don't want to see any more. That'll do. Is this for the new movie? <laughs> yeah, oh, dude. oh my god. Yes. When's it come out, Dave? Oh look. I'm pumped. Yeah, dude, I can't wait. I can't wait. But like that's that's fucked up. Dude, like, He's going so slow. That's so a big jump. They've set him up for failure there. It's like a, they've given him like a 10 meter like run. The reality is you can't be going quick enough. There is no speed that's too quick oh, for well, Poopy there. But if it is, it's like he needs 500 meters of fucking But what I mean winder. is, what I'm saying is you can definitely go too slow in that situation. I don't care if you overshoot the landing, Poopy. Just make sure you don't land in the sharks. Yeah. So if I'm Poopy, I'm going... Oh, you're saying you can't go you, too quick. There's no too quick. Like, yeah. fucking yeah. pedal to the metal, please. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to fall into the Mako yeah, yeah, shark yeah, yeah, pit. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's madness. So February 4, 2022, oh. they've got the list of guest appearances, which yeah, is pretty go. sick. Uh, Eric Andre, uh, Tori Belechi, who was the dude from Mythbusters, um, Tony Hawk... Matt Hoffman, Paddy Hoffman, BMX rider. Yeah. Yeah. Someone, Aaron. Matt Hoffman had his own game. Yeah, dude. He was the king. He was the king. Who was the other one that, he, I think he might have killed himself. There was Matt Hoffman and Matt Harris. Uh, Sarah? Matt Sarah? Can you Google, like, there was another gun BMX rider. There's t Matt Hoffman. Just go, get, like, BMX rider dies or, like, BMX Dave, Dave Mirror? Dave Mirror. Mm. Anyway, who else? Um, Aaron Homoki, some skateboarder. Francis Ngannou, uh, Machine Gun <laughs> Kelly. Francis Ngannou is definitely punching someone. Yeah, yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. Tyler the Creator, Daniel O'Toole, um, Rob Dyrdek, Chris Rob, and the Dudesons. The, apparently, the Dudesons are still going yeah, in fucking Sweden. Where but like, from. aren't they just like rocking up to schools <coughs> and shit? Like, hey, where are the Dudesons? Where are the guys that like jump in the snow? You know, like they've got just... their own theme park. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Dude, I like that. Can apparently, you... they're like, you know, killing it. Well, like... I think they're just like part of the fucking. They're like national furniture, heroes. Sort of national heroes. Can yeah. you? It, what's the Dudesons theme park? That's uh, like a smart pivot. Yeah, it is. If, I've, yeah, because they were cool as well, dude. MTV, MTV was so the good. MTV in the early two thousand. We've talked about yeah, it. I know we have, but like it was just so good. Now Look, he's like, old as fuck too. Yeah, do you, he do you is. want to watch this video? Yuka? He looks old as shit. Do it's like Ravi Yorka. Do we want to watch this one? Uh, how long is it? I don't really. I just want to see what it's. Two minutes. Oh, two minutes. All right. Oh, an activity park. Yeah, I think it's like for kids and stuff. Yeah. Oh, oh okay. okay. That is less than that's what I lame. That's yeah. as lame as it gets. <laughs> it's fucking Sky Zone. Yeah, yeah. That, it's Sky Zone. But it's again, I mean, you know, get money. Sure. Sure. I think we've seen enough. Yeah. Yeah, okay, cool. Trampolines and shit. Crazy. <clears throat> but, and then they had all the spin-off shows. Bro, Wild Boys. Yeah. Wild Boys, an all-time show. What was Bam's cool show? La Bam. Viva La Bam. That was great as well. They had some that weren't good. Steve-O like, had his own show. Oh, he had Dr. Steve-O. That was weird. <laughs> but he had, he had Wild Boys. Like, that was the main one. Wild Boys was fucking awesome. Wasn't there a show called Steve-O as well? 
I don't know. He's got a podcast now, but... Wild uh, Boys was sick. Wild Boys was as good as anything. Like Fable was, of Bam was fucking... Fable of Bam was fucking hilarious. I think Fable of Bam went for more series than even Jackass did. It might have. Fable of Bam was hectic. Viva La Bam was a fucking great show as well. And then like, but again, it spawned all these fucking shows like Robin Big. Do you remember that? With Rob Dyrdek and Big Black, who was like his security guard. Oh, yeah. They just lived together and did yeah. all this weird shit. And then it turned into Rob Dyrdek's Fantasy Factory, which was fucking good. There was Nitro Circus as well. Nitro, Nitro Circus, Circus was good. Yeah. That was like, that was like jackass, but all of the people doing it were like professionals. They didn't want to hurt themselves as much, it would seem. Jack, not, I feel like Nitro Circus was sort of was born out of like that era, but it was also born out of what was that motor, motorcycle? Travis Pastrana. Yeah, but, but there was a motorcycle. They used to do tricks and backflips and shit and well, like travel around. Travis Pastrana. Oh, the the oh, Krusty the, Demons. Yeah. Krusty Demons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Krusty, Krusty Demons, Demons came to Dubbo once, dude, and we I went. <laughs> oh, did you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. How was it? It was hilarious. I mean, it was just them doing like backflips and crazy shit. Yeah, right? yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now it's Nitro Circus. But Krusty Demons, I think, is still a thing. Is it? Yeah, I met one of the an Aussie dude who was on Krusty Demons once. I can't remember his Krusty name. Krusty Demons. That's exactly who it was. Yeah, Surprised yeah. they don't have their own energy drink or some shit. There was a video game. There was a Krusty Demons video really? game. Really? 2006. Mate, back then, they used to make video games for all the extreme sports all the time. Yeah. Like little spin-off. Mm -hmm. and, like, they don't, I don't think they make them anymore, really. <laughs> the story revolves around the Krusty Demons who die in an accident at the start of the game, but are brought back to life by the devil. Just oh, every, sure. throwing shit at the wall, trying yeah, to like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, let's see if this hits. I just saw as well when I was on the old can that YouTube and Facebook have now banned all anti-vax. Like they're going to de-platform people for any anti-vax rhetoric and shit like that. How does that make you feel? Give me some vape. Um, well, it's one of those. It's a tricky one, mate. It is. It's a fucking tricky one because. People know less than they think they do. And just because you've read a couple of articles doesn't mean that you're qualified to have an opinion. Which is why it's like, it is tricky. Like, yeah, it's not, you're, you're fucking, you're curtailing freedom of speech, sure. But. You're also, I would ask, Some people look for influence. Like if someone, if someone speaks to them and I, you know, and it, their information resonates with people. Well, it's like confirmation bias. You're yeah. looking for people to, to, to yeah, know, exactly. confirm the thing that you think. But. 100%. How does, I would be interested to know, like who at these tech platforms is the medical expert determining what is considered anti-vax and what isn't and like where the science is incorrect and where it isn't? Well, they would need, they would like, if they're doing their job properly, they would need. There's no way they're doing their job properly. No, but I'm saying if they were to. They would need like a professional fucking epidemiologist there. Yeah, they would need someone who, like a third party. Yeah, and the thing is, and I only know just off the fucking few posts that we have like taken down for shit every once in a while. We're like, well, no one's looking at this, are they? This is like a computer algorithm that goes like, oh, 100%. this is hate speech, or we called someone a pom on a post and we get called for hate speech. We can't so. go live anymore. No, we can't go live, which is madness. It's fucking you think madness. That, like, based on the fact that we can't go live. Presumably off the back of that hate speech post that got taken down because we called someone a POM, which is fucking That's prisoner a, of Mother England. I think yeah. we're POMs technically. Yes. But we just gave the word back But to it's them. also not a fucking term of hate speech. But it's not. But what I'm trying to say is they obviously see us as a threat and if we go live, then, you know, we might be holding some sort of hate rally. Yeah. That's, that to me is like, okay, so, that, so these tech giants aren't exactly equipped to 
to accurately. The the audience is too big. Like we're know, talking about billions thing, right? of people. That's the thing. And then like and and even when I queried it with them, I go, I'd like a review of this, please. And they go, No, it's been upheld. I'm like, Okay, well, no one reviewed it then, did they? Because you answered me, you got you reviewed it in like fucking half an hour. It wasn't reviewed. Of course, it wasn't fucking reviewed. But so many things would get flagged by their automation that they wouldn't be enough people to manually review things. That's the problem then with I think having a blanket censorship of fucking anti-vax rhetoric as the term, like, because who, where does anti-vax end and begin? Because obviously we know what anti-vax is, which is like the vaccine's fake, fucking da da da, I get microchipped, all that crazy shit. But then there's someone talking about, you know, far a far like you know maybe just like why they haven't taken the vaccine or you know you've got your rogan ivermectin shit where he's like this is something that i take that's helped like this it sort of leaves no room for someone to talk about something that may also work yeah I'm, if there is something out there that also works i'm not saying there is i think that vaxxed. yeah i think that the vaccine one's a funny one because like it like if you go and read, just as an example, go and read the fucking like the, the biology or the chemical makeup of the fucking vaccines, you have got to have studied medicines <laughs> get it for fucking 10 years just to read it. Yeah. Right, to read just, the ingredients in toothpaste, you need to find just, it. Exactly. Like, like, you know, and so the anti-vax one for me is like, there's so many cunts talking about shit when they clearly don't know what the fuck they're talking about. Yeah. The vaccines have been approved all around the globe by independent bodies like to imply, to infer, like Australia, for example, we were fucking good, mate. We were chilling. We did, there was, there was no need for us if there was any risk at all to fucking approve these vaccines if they were dangerous in any sense when there was no cases, right? That's why they fucking, that's why with um, AstraZeneca, they were like, don't take it. Like they were as precautious as they could be, yeah. right? But then cunts coming out fucking talking about vaccines, oh, it's bullshit and all that. I'm like, so the vaccine one's hard for me to get on board, but seeing how they just, they, They'll use that as like a, an excuse to fucking, you know, curtail free speech. And then they apply it to other To areas. other things, right? Yeah. yeah. And that's like, what's scary. That's the scary thing where you go... Because well, what's next? Yeah, what's next? And then once it's all sorted, do they do they walk back their fucking... No, they never walk back. Nothing's the ever they, walked back. They never go, okay, we just put this in place for this thing. Yeah. Anyway, who knows? Well, that's why they want to break down. That's why they, like, in America at least, they're very interested in, like, breaking up these companies because they're too big and powerful. Yeah. They literally, like, they control fucking everything. Everything. And, like, for example, Instagram. Like, there was something the other day where Ella's, um, Ella's account, like, there was some security thing. And so... They weren't answering the question correctly and the, the codes were going to Steph's phone and Steph was not available. Like Ella couldn't get onto Steph. But anyway, they ended up taking her fucking Instagram down. Oh, and really? when you look it up online, if it's deleted, if someone hacks in and deletes your account, you can't get it back. Even if it was like you had fucking, for example, a million followers and it was your whole business, they're just like, yeah. You can't at all? No, that's, what, that's the way it reads online. Like there is no – they create these things and then people have to buy into them to be relevant – 
you know, in the well, modern like they, age. Well, yeah, they, they become like a real cornerstone yeah, of a business. Yeah, exactly. But then if it fucks up, they just go stiff shit. You can't talk to anyone. You can't get onto anyone. You can't rectify the it's situation. It's impossible to get onto anyone. It's like if someone fucking rocked up, like you had a store and you sold fucking belt buckles and someone just came up and burnt your store down and there was like nothing you could do about it. There was no insurance. There was no fucking like... You know, criminal prosecution of the person like that did insure, that. Like, you imagine being no, able to insure like social platforms. But you can't. Shit. No, I know, but like that's it's an interesting. fucking crazy. Like, look at Alex Jones. Like, yeah, he said some fucked up shit. Sure, but there's like there is a little bit of truth weaving in woven well, in some fucking, of the he stuff. Was he was calling says. Epstein fucking years ago. Exactly. For example, we're not, we're, not, said, we're not Alex. Jones. I'm not Alex Jones fans. Just I'm just saying. using him as an example. He was deplatformed a long time ago, and now he's fucked technically. Yeah, I wonder. I, I wonder if he is still fuck, like. There are obviously ways you can still do it. For someone like him that's big enough, like I think he can just build your own website. Or something. He might be a bad. Like, he he might be a bad example, but no. But it's still no. It's a good example, but like, he he still had to. You got to go find a way. It, like, if we were fucking deplatformed on Instagram, we wouldn't be able to just go and like. Oh, now we've got like our own private fucking website to come to and find, like people are gonna be like, well, I'm on Instagram. I'm not yeah, on fucking, you're not. I'm not anymore. on your website. If, imagine they were just like. Imagine if they. Dribble and yarn became illegal, for example, punters and dribblers. They're that, coming for us. And they came for us. And fucking, you know, Spotify and Apple were like, you're off. And YouTube were like, you're off. And fucking Instagram were like, you're off. What then? We've got to go get jobs. See yeah, you later. Yeah, see ya. It's all over. Whoops. Thank God I held on to my high vis. <laughs> and my fucking steel caps. It's fucking, it's crazy the power they've got those motherfuckers. Crazy. Yeah. And their crazy. interpretation of what? information they'll allow is more in alignment with their beliefs. political ideology like there was one where um so david portnoy people say that they're pressured by fucking you know big farmer and all that shit to but i think it's more in the case of like they don't they're not prepared to entertain the, the other side but the thing is that they're like they shouldn't be politically aligned but they are but they are they're left as fuck yeah so like the twitter Ooh. dave portnoy um, you don't think they're left dave I don't think so, really. Bras. I th- like Twitter couldn't be more fucking left if they tried. They like de. The, you don't see any like. You only see right wing fucking people get deplatformed off Twitter. Okay, na- people- na- name me one like famous left, like hard left, like there are hard right, you know, commentators we know. Can you name one hard left commentator? Uh, uh, AOC. Hard left, not quite. She just voted to support um, military funding to Israel. She's been completely like centralized by the American. She's certainly but, but, maybe but, she's maybe no. she's becoming more central, but she's been like the leftist queen for for the longest. Well, she time. has, but that's the thing. She's like this leftist queen, but she's a fraud. But she's like yeah. all left hard left people are ultimately. And I'm not right, but I certainly see. I think hard left and right, they're all fucking fraud. No, but that's but like, because you don't see proper hard left like traditional Marxist communist people getting airtime online. You see these like crazy right wing people who have like white supremacist views, but you don't on really Twitter, get... Uh, I don't know about... I'm not really on Twitter, so I don't know about go, Twitter. I'm I just think, talking about, like, in the, the media I generally. think the fringes of both yeah. are dealt with relatively, but I think that the... Mod, and, like, the more centrist right, which is still fucking right, are far more harshly treated by large, te- like, tech platforms and shit. Like, you get... that the, So, Dave Portnoy, who is the head of Barstool, he put up a photo of AOC who went to that Met Gala ball mm. and she had on her dress tax the rich. That was part of the thing. And then Dave Portnoy was like, 
oh, tax the rich just after I go to this humongous ball that mm. basically celebrates richness. Yes. Tax the rich, right? Even yeah. though I'm here schmoozing all these rich cunts. He just put that up as an opinion on his fucking Twitter with a photo of it. And then it got flagged by Twitter so that anytime you saw it, it was like this that you know this has been taken out of context click here to see what actually it's like how yeah, is an yeah, opinion yeah, taken out of fucking context like he's just giving his opinion which ultimately if you look at it it costs like two hundred and forty thousand dollars a table mm. to go to those but see i don't see that as a right-wing comment to me that's a left-wing comment because that's it's, no the criticism that's it, she was getting it's not but he's seen as a right-wing figure yeah, but he's because okay. he's attacking a left he's been he's attacking a, tef, a, left a left-wing wing but she, she yeah. copped it from all sides for that which was hilarious yeah but, but they went out of right. their but they went out of their way to flag his comment yeah. and be like here's the real point here's the real fucking you know, opinion, and this was taken out of context. See the real context here. Like, yeah. that's a lot of fucking legwork for one person, one account. And back to, and again, I like it's at risk of sounding like a fucking anti-vaxxer, which is it's tough. That's, that's the thing you can't, you can barely talk about it. But like, when there was the like, because the the lab leak theory, I think is has become quite a prominent, like almost a commonly accepted one to a degree in terms of how coronavirus well, started. Well, I think they're just saying. Uh, There's a coronavirus lab well, they in were, Wuhan. Well, I think they were just going, listen, they were studying it in Wuhan and then there was coronavirus in Wuhan. Yeah. I don't think it's a wild fucking joining right. of the dots. No, but there are people who have been deplatformed from Twitter because when they were initially saying that this was a theory, people were like, that's fucking outrageous. Well, remember Trump was saying it and people yeah. were like, how dare you and shit? And yeah. he's like calling it the Chinese flu. Yeah. Everyone calls it the Spanish flu, even though... I don't even think it was Spanish. No. But that's what they call it. No yeah. one bats an eyelid. No one bats an eyelid. So it's just those things where it's like, you know. It's, you po- just... it's political correctness going fucking mad. All right, yes. Brandy. Um, what do you, what do you say? <laughs> All right, Brandy. Brandy. Alexander, remember when when Tapau, was, when Tapau got his hair pulled and he copped it and the dude copped a penalty? Brandy's like, this is political correctness gone mad. You don't remember that in the Manly game? No. Yeah, but I don't think you should be able to pull a man's hair. Yeah, but that's not political. Yeah, you shouldn't, but I think he was just stretching a bit for that. Wait, but was he saying, was Brandy saying you should be able to pull a man's hair? I think so. Really? Well, he said, yeah, the penalty, yeah, yeah. He was Because it wasn't like a purposeful grab. He grabbed and then let go when he realised and got penalised. Yeah, I, think, and I think Brandy like, in that point <laughs> may be mis- misusing the term. Yeah. <laughs> Look, Brandy's played, he played a lot of first grade footy and, you know. Yeah, it's not exactly political correctness. <laughs> the term political correctness gone mad probably does get used. It's it's almost like the, uh, it's like the Southern Cross tattoo of sort of like political, of like of commentary where you're going like, oh, okay. Unfortunately, the Southern Cross at one point was just a representation of the nation that people could get behind. Now you just seem like a racist. So it's like political correctness well, it's gone like mad. A, it's like Australia Day, like... Australian, if you if you fucking got the bloody Australian flag out the window on Australia Day, you look like you a look like a fucking racist. You look like a racist. You may as well have the fucking that the the, the what's the American Confederate the, the Confederate flag. Like go down to Bondi, for example, on Australia Day, you won't see you won't see a single flag down there. No, people are just like ugh. Yeah, <laughs> I guess it's not touching like, that. Nah, not worth it. Not worth it. I'm not basically worth. racist. But you know what I mean, like. Well, that yeah, doesn't think, make you racist. Of course it doesn't. But, but people fucking... But I also think most people don't. It's always the way. Most people don't think you are, but it's the loud... Like, but the thing with Australia Day is that people are just like, change the date, which I'm completely like, I get that because it's got... It's steeped in fucking, uh, like, you know, racial oppression of the indigenous people. So it's like, 
why wouldn't we just change it? It's only been around for a fucking like since, since the eighties, since the eighties and nineties, late eighties, eighty-seven. Not long. No. Anyway, that probably draws a close. Draws to a close the political. <laughs> yeah, look, portion of the podcast. I think so. I mean, we Tom always, and I are going to talk politics for maybe five minutes. <laughs> we dip our toes in. Well, it's not going to be more than five, six, seven minutes. You're, you're not going to come out of it with any greater understanding of anything. You know why? Because we don't know what we're talking we about. We have no idea we, what we're talking we about. Have, we have, we're, we're regurgitating things we might have read in yeah. a headline. Yeah, we dance around fucking opinions without having any of our own. <laughs> Even though we sort of do, but are they ours? No, they're usually informed by someone else. They're appropriated. Yeah. Like everyone else. Yep. Um, so there's that. So there's that. We buy that. We put it to one side. We put, we put it to one side. We wrap it up like Dave's lovely gift basket there and we leave that as it is. Um, are we starting our own political party uh, of dribble and yarn? Potentially. Would people support a, uh, a political party that was just pro-dribble and yarn? And yeah. That's all it was. The dribble and yarn party. And it celebrated dribble and yarn. And Unqualified opinion, unwavering bias. Well, would you say that dribble and yarn is already... In a, in a political way is already quite prevalent in politics because I find these politicians will say a lot. They'll dribble for a long time without really saying that much and nothing with conviction. Either. So well, you've got to be able to dribble, but they don't, they well, don't yarn. Well, yeah, but they yeah, also, they, yeah. the, the, they, they will never acknowledge unqualified opinion, unwavering bias. They mm. dribble and yarn and try and pretend like yeah. it is well-informed and unbiased and legitimate opinion, whereas we come from a complete place of transparency in that we don't know what the fuck we're talking about whereas the prime minister for example oh whoops we're back in political spheres uh he doesn't know what he's talking about. he's a fucking dead shit dribbler uh like they all are essentially and so when they start telling because things, they're public servants they aren't though are they it's no, such a, isn't that such a fucking because they poorly no, used no, term but, but we pay for them right yeah they aren't serving us every time they do an interview where they don't answer the question they dance around it they should be doc pay yep That'd get him fucking talking. Bro, is it true, Dave, that these like, and again, this goes across all fucking left, right, liberal labor, that they've been getting pay increases over the pandemic? Yeah, probably. I'm pretty sure fucking Dan Andrews and Gladys, like- Why, because they're working too hard. Oh, sorry. Doing their job for You're doing your job, you've been called upon. While while fucking hardworking Australians are just locked in their house, you guys are getting pay rises? Well, not just that, but the New South Wales government has been like refusing to rock up essentially for, I think they're, I don't even know if they're back yet. <laughs> I mean. Oh, I was in to like the for, house for, or for whatever. Sitting, yeah, for sitting sessions. Like I kind of get that. I remember seeing a few weeks ago, but then all again, the, all the other parties like Labour and all the crossbenchers turned up. But Oh, really? Yeah. And there was no mandate saying like, you know, like they were deemed an essential service. So they were allowed to work. But anyway, too political. No, but I mean, I get it. It's, yeah. it's, uh, but yeah, I think they're all fucked, dude. I they're think we all can fucked. all agree politicians get paid too much, and that they're all fucked. Because if you really want to do it, you usually. Or do they get? Or do they get paid too little because it attracts a certain? Well, that's breed. the thing. Is there's some quote? Because all the fucking like, all the weapons are in the private sector because they're chasing that big bicky. Yeah, yeah but also private sectors <laughs> filled with some fucking questionable cunts as well. And ex-politicians. Like, yeah. I'm not saying that there is some shady fuckers in there. I'm saying that, like, you would say, generally speaking, that most of the weapons... Yeah, people are good. ...who are great at their job yeah. are in the private sector. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas you've got these... Because they're like, incentivized to be. To do, yeah, whereas the politicians... And they're incentivized to do a great job. But I wonder whether hmm. you have... If you paid them less, then it's the people that are only in it for the right reasons. 
Yeah, which well, is like helping. There's this quote by it's Harry. Not money. It's about fucking. So they so they're actually you know so pay them way less. Yeah. Or pay them fuckloads. Fuckloads more. But if you but if but again if it's fuckloads you incentivize that the the dog cunts are still going to be incentivized to get in there. It's all about backstabbing and fucking being mm. like you know shady that's also one of those things where it's like when it comes to people like underhand and and backstabbing is not going to go away but when you see the people like when you see these large amounts of people who don't trust the vaccine or the government it's like because the government in many other areas aren't trustworthy that's the thing where i'm Mm. like sometimes i'm shocked by how shocked people are that there are like all these anti-vaxxers out there like because there isn't that many. No, there's not that many. But like, okay, I think, th- I think New South Wales is on track to be like the one of the most vaccinated, vaccinated places yeah. in the in the world. But just when you go like the government, people talk about how let's remove like coronavirus and all that shit from it. The general rhetoric around politicians and government is that they're shady and they fucking lie to you. <laughs> like that's it. They just they they're full of shit. They don't answer questions. They dance around the fucking truth. There's many different areas where they're fucking shady across across the years. So like, it's to me it's sometimes a little bit shocking when people are like, what? Well, the fucking that's what they're saying. This is what the government's saying. It's like, yeah, but they also fucking lie about a lot of other stuff. I'm not saying they're lying about coronavirus. I've removed coronavirus from this conversation. But it's a problem, especially in these indigenous communities. Now that the government's trying to get them vaccinated, because in indigenous communities, like more so than the rest of the nation like you don't trust the government because they've spent the last hundred years trying to fuck you over so, yeah. so, so yeah. now it's like yeah. oh we kind of have to trust them with this and it's hard to build that trust back up a hundred percent yeah you know you know you, people don't forget and it wasn't that long ago they were getting completely ringed so and still are to a degree certainly well you know yeah I mean? yeah yeah for sure well i mean they're still getting ringed societally speaking yeah. But I mean, there was like an active government policy to, to fuck them over. Yes, not yes, that yes. long ago. No, I know exactly. Like that's what's like really not that long ago at all. No, like like, like what seventy years ago, sixty. Where they years weren't ago. even just they weren't even considered human. I think that was the nineteen sixties. What fifty years ago? That is. That's not long. That's fucking half a generation, mate. It's half someone's life who lives to hundred. There not are some long. fucking premiership droughts. You're are fifty as long. soon. Exactly. <laughs> that's unfair. That's Eighteen unfair. years. You're fifty. <laughs> Dude, that's scat. That's almost the amount of years I've been out of school. Whoa. There you go. So you are. I'm almost fifty. You're almost fifty. Is that flu? I'm fifty in a fucking. You're you're fifty in a fucking. Click of the fingers. That's what's scary. As we really tight tight the political chat, we've wrapped it up. <laughs> we've gone. It's bowed. But that is terrifying. When you think about like I remember when I was young and like your parents and even now they're like, mate, it goes quick. You know, oh, your life goes quick. The time from finishing school to now has been the quickest period of my life without a shadow of a doubt. What's that for you? 14, 15, 15 years next 14, year, I think. Yeah, next year. 14 years now. Yeah, 14 years. Almost like, I think they're getting close to doing their HSC. So it's basically 14 yeah, years yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, 14 years, right? Like, that goes so quickly. It's like a blink of an eye. You wake up and you're fucking 32 and you got a bad back and fucking bad knees and you can't run 10Ks. Well, you can. But like... I'm not 32, though. No, you're not. But to think about it when you just put it in those terms where it's like I'm fucking 50 in 18 years. You are, dude. In eight years, I'm 40. And you're like, life's... It's like life's well, you're for, if Same time period, you're 46. In 14 years, you're yeah, 46. I'm 46. Oh, my God. Like, and for anyone, right? Like, it's just, it just goes... It, it goes far quicker. Even though, you know, there's like... There's sort of like different planes, right? Like from a real, like, 
top down level it goes fucking quick but then when you're down on the ground you're in it right now and like a day can take ages it's weird i'll tell you what do go quick weeks weeks fly days go quick but then there's also like slow days sort of but weeks weeks are consistently moving like fucking when do you think the weeks started getting quick because i because weeks weren't always quick Weeks got quicker. I think weeks get quick when you've got like a routine and you're busy. Yeah. But I reckon the week didn't start getting quick for me until maybe like 24, 25. I think when we left uni, when I got yeah. a full-time job, yeah. I think this when the week started to going. To, yeah. Because before that, like, we'd, you know, you'd get up at fucking, we didn't do anything. No, we didn't do I anything. I think back about how, what we used to do during the day and I'm like, didn't we get bored? We just got bent, I think, dude. But do you know what I mean? Skateboarded, played video games. Like get up at 11, play fucking... Video games get stoned. Maybe do like fucking. Take maybe go to uni, but yeah, probably not. Probably not. Go get a fucking case of goon and then <laughs> go again. But like some days you do nothing at all. Do have, but maybe and that's why the weeks went slower because you were just fucking. Because like doing I think nothing. about like doing nothing on a Sunday, right? If you're hungover, and then like the anxiety that I would get from doing that back to back days. Like if I did Monday, I got up and did, and did nothing. fuck yeah, all. Yeah. And Tuesday, I got up and did absolutely Because there's like a, something you want to, you're trying to work towards shit now, I guess. Yeah. So it's like you feel like you're just sitting in one you're spot. guilty, yeah. Even with like, just with. But back then you were comfortable to do nothing. To do nothing. And you didn't know what you wanted to do. Because you didn't give a fuck. And you didn't care. But I wonder if you're doing a job you hate, whether it takes a long time. Possibly. Like whether a week is slow if you but hate you've done what you're doing. Jo- well, yeah, well, when a bit like the about, days would how, take a long how, time. How long did the week, were the weeks still quick when you were on the tools? I can't really remember. The days were long. Like yeah. you clock watch during the day and you're like, fuck, mate. Like I've got to, I'm on this jackhammer for another fucking five hours. Or like even the last half an hour was probably the longest part of the day because you're like, fuck, all right, am I going to go yet? Like, can we go? What the fuck's going on? I've got to sweep some shit. Like those moments went long. But I don't know, like, I never hated it. If you fucking don't like the job you're doing, I just wonder how, like, whether it's... Because if you're enjoying it, it sort of goes quick. But even now, like, Hello Sport and About Even and all this sort of shit that we do, like, I can finish a day and I've done a fuckload and I'm still stressed that I haven't done enough. Do you know what I mean? Like, there's something about... If you were sitting there doing nothing or just, like, taking a day to just do nothing, you're like, oh, my God. Wig me out. Yeah, I think that's the difference. But yeah, I used to do absolutely nothing. And there was not really a care in the world. But then the care's come. The care's come. Responsibility. The more responsibility you get, the more it just sort of... The best was like, you know, first or second year of uni when you're like, I've still got like two to three years of uni to go. Yeah. Like that's a nice buffer. That's a nice buffer. I don't really need to worry about anything. No, I've got nothing to worry about. Except for like, you know, just like some sort of a job that will provide me income. But you're not thinking about that then. No, but I mean like... You need you know, some at that money. point in time, yeah. Oh, yeah. So you just have like money. I don't mean like what I'm doing for the rest of my life. Yeah. Like, well, we know, didn't have, we didn't, we just, well, we, we, we'd live off you. youth allowance, but like, you know, then it'd be like, oh, maybe I'm fucking working in a bar. Or like, wasn't, was it Jarch? Was it the dog food factory? Yeah, he did. You I was at I mean? the, I was at the fucking, you were at the, the bread factory? Breadcrumb factory. I did like four <laughs> shifts there. I was set the same punters and dribblers. The breadcrumb factory <laughs> was fucking brutal. <laughs> So it was 6 p.m. till 6 a.m. You got a couple of breaks, but they weren't many um, in this big fucking shed. And basically they would make bread and then they'd like fucking grind it up for breadcrumbs and it would like get shipped around the country. But my job and any fucking shit kicker entry level fucking job was that like they would be 
bread stacked up on these like um, carts, like trolleys, and you would like have all these fucking trolleys lined up and you would sort of go over to the trolley and get off like a fucking row of bread and then put it onto this sort of like table where there'd be a conveyor belt and you'd have to load up the bread and so it would go up the conveyor belt into like the the shredder i didn't realize for some years later that like they told you that the machine wouldn't work if the bread wasn't like stacked together like it'd fuck out wasn't until years later that that was like a productivity fucking trick because you could slack right and then they were like to to make sure you were fucking pounding bread into this thing they told you it wouldn't work if you if you if didn't you, have the bread lined up. So to the point where you would have to have bread lined up, like stacked up so that when you went to get another trolley of like another trolley of bread, you could come up and you'd have bread, bread ready to go to slide on and make up the lost time of you going yes. to get the next thing. So you Does just, that make sense? Yeah, yeah. So as in you always had like... Uh, the you next, always had bread ready to go. The next cartridge of bread ready to yeah, go. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> to load in. And, it, and you wouldn't really miss a beat. If you were to look at the conveyor belt, which was quite long, you wouldn't see many gaps in the bread. Right. So, But you could really just be dumping bread, like, as in... But you, you could just go, I'll dump bread, I won't stack it up and save it, and I'll meander over to the fucking yeah, trolley, yeah, and I right. might go for a piss or whatever, but you know. So you know? were like, whew, whew, yeah, yeah, yeah. fucking... Pounding kid. bread. How many loaves do you reckon you get through oh, a shift? Oh, bro, so much bread, dude. So much bread. The longest shifts of all time. And so you'd get home... Do you have uh, headphones in or anything? I Yeah, the night shift you were allowed headphones because no what one cared. Day shift you weren't. Why? And it was in a hot shed. Some cunt was doing that job during the day, no headphones, in a shed in the middle of summer. Mate, I'm like, you had There's rock. not enough thoughts in the world. Mate. And cunts, like, I'd get home absolutely shagged <laughs> and sleep to, like, two, and then, like, the dread of, like, going back to this place. I did it, like, three times. Dude. was just overwhelming. Yeah. I think I did it to pay off a barley trip. I was going to barley or something, so I had to get the money. Yeah, that was those. That's And that's all you were doing yeah, those yeah. sort of jobs for, right? I was like, but, I need some money. But these guys would do that every night, and they're like, fucking, oh, can I get overtime? And they'd stay back, and they'd try and add, like, a weekend shift and shit, and I'm like holy fuck yeah that's a fucking tough gig tough tough gig whereas at Jarch at the dog factory he would get moved around every two hours to a, <laughs> to new a different station yeah yeah whereas I was just were on you bread. in the fucking he was in the full white onesie suit with a hairnet and a helmet and shit did you have to do that I had a hairnet yeah I guess that makes sense you don't want fucking hair and breadcrumbs no like, you don't quality, quality control Tom yeah yeah sure the bread factory game I don't think I ever did anything that scat. Well, you've I've already told my story about doing the fucking selling raffle tickets. I didn't get paid a cent for that. I didn't deserve a cent either. I bailed like after an hour. We didn't do anything. Well, no. I mean, I caught a fucking train to Chester Hills. Shout out to Chester Hills. Um, yeah, the only other work we did was Mount Pan, like the Bathurst 1000. Yeah, what did I do? That was the easiest job in the world. Not for you. Had a bit more of a shit kickery job. The first you? year, I was oh, I had the best job. Like. We would just load up, go in trucks at night and load up the fucking, the cool rooms. But then the next year I was on dish pig gym. Yeah, dude, I jagged. Out the back fucking pounding plates all day, bro. It was fucked I up. I jagged the best job. Well, no, you go. I did that out at, like, we did the Australian Open once because it was like the same company would send you text being like, can you work? We're in Melbourne. No, Australian Open Golf was in. Oh, sorry. Was in Sydney. And I was on dish pig duty and it was like in this fucking tent out of the back, like the main, cause the, the kitchen was next to like the function area yeah, or whatever. Yeah. Um, and it was air conditioned, but our little fucking 
place out the back was not because they were like oh you know we don't want the, the, the food to get cold i'm like sure right okay that was the longest four or five days of my entire life <laughs> easily comfortably like so fucking long you want to talk about clock watching holy but did you shit. just have to rinse them and then put them in a dishwasher or were you cleaning these fucking no you got to put them in the dishy yeah, but right. still no i'm not plates are piling in. no i get it i'm just trying to i was like i would hope to crush you're not actually solely responsible for the cleanliness of the dish i hope it's getting put into something seriously hot well no it's getting put into those like steam the, cleaner the, the steam yeah, yeah. The, the the kitchen grade fucking plate washers and it yeah. just pounds them out yeah but even that wasn't enough tom it was horrendous work when i was in that when, aged me that shit when i was on my job that i did for mount panorama was i was my job was sick i was in a corporate box on the fucking finish line in the closest race in their history where the both fucking cars were like fucking hooking it and the box with the box was purchased by these absolute fucking petrol head dribblers <laughs> that that tour around like follow the races everywhere they go and i don't know how much that shit cost but it was a fucking room full of them and they were as dribbly as it gets all i had to do was stand there and just crack beers all day i just stood in one spot and just crack beers and give them to them but then i don't know if they still do this with bathurst but like they have the fucking promo girls who are mm. all just like super hot chicks often from the uni mm. and they're just like in the tight fucking racing gear and they just walk around from box to box sit down with these fucking sleaze bag dudes and just shoot the shit and then i was the girls came in and they were sitting around the table with these guys and i'm just still cracking beers not paying much attention and again the chicks are dressed very sex sexily they're in leather and they're shit in like with tight their leather out. and their tits are out and all that sort of stuff not literally out but clavage mm. and then this guy comes up to me as i'm standing there at the bar and he's like Can I get a beer? yeah and he's like oh check this out and i'm like huh and he pulls out his phone and he was this fat fucking pig of a human <laughs> And he pulls out his phone and it was a shit phone. Like it was iPhone days, but this phone was like horrible. Yeah. And he's like, check this out. And I'm like, yeah. And I look at his phone and he's been sitting across the table from one of these girls and taking just zoomed in close up, like <laughs> chest to, to, of just cleavage. And he's showing me and I'm like. Oh, he wanted to show he you. He was bro. showing, he's like, check this out. <laughs> oh my God. And he's showing me the photos and I'm like, uh, Right, oh, dude, and he keeps showing. Me. I'm like, yeah, okay, that's fucking disgusting. <laughs> anyway, and just moved on. I'm like, this is the sort of person. Sorry to generalize, who buys a fucking corporate box at Bathurst on race week. Like, this is fucking disgusting. And I'm like, she's still in the room, dude. Like, why are you? Firstly, like, what are you taking? A it's just cleavage photos, but, you've, but, but like you've been sneaking them across the table on your fucking four megapixel phone, <laughs> yeah. dude. Just go to Pornhub, dude. Like, what are we doing? Oh my god, bro! Dribblers, dribblers, dribblers. Race week is just the king of the dribblers. I love it. I absolutely love it. Yeah. Anyway, good stuff. I think that's us. I think so. I think we leave it on that fucking disgusting note. Leave it on cleavage. Um, if you didn't know already about even now on podcast, that's our betting show. It's still on YouTube. It is on podcast. I don't know what the fuck's going on. It's hard to find on Spotify at the moment. We are looking into no, it. No, it's up now. Is it fully easy to find? Yeah, yeah. Check your stuff. Dave, can you go to your Spotify while we're here? Assuming you have it. Yep. And just search about even. Uh, 
It's Ooh, not. Okay, when you search about even Hello Sport. It comes Sport, up with Hello Sport yeah. and about even announcing it. It doesn't come up. It came up for me yesterday. Because if, uh, it does not come up. I don't know what the fuck's going on. Oh, if you type in about even, it comes up. But it doesn't predict it for you. You know what I mean? Like if I start writing Hello Sport. Really? I just typed in a... Oh, yeah, yeah. So hang on. If you type in about even and then go to where it says podcast and click on it, then it'll be there. So I'm assuming maybe it's just because it's new. It takes a while. Yeah, yeah it's is just getting it? into its work. It's fucking annoying, but it is there. If you can't find it on Spotify, type in Shane Keith Productions. Also, if you go to link in our bio, it'll take you straight there. Um, so it's easy enough. But it is on podcast now, still on YouTube. But we're just trying to provide more fucking content for the pun and the dribbler. So we, we sincerely apologize for going above and beyond for you day in, day out. Um, but I think that's us, right? Eddie? Uh, I think so, mate. Hell of a show. Hell of a show. We'll see you on Monday. Bye-bye. Anyone who thinks that we stop when Rugby League does is a fucking idiot. We don't stop. We roll. We uh, roll. We test roll. cricket Test is cricket. Test cricket. My favourite sport. So, so, there you go. We'll see you then. Could you two just not talk anymore? <laughs>